fear the talking queers. Rolike Kramusnacht. What the hell did you just call me? Frolike Krampus Nacht. What the fuck is going on in here that on sounds this like, deck? Are you saying Happy Krampus Night? Yes. Oh my god. You got it. In German. I just outwided myself. So actually today, okay, so obviously this episode's gonna come out on December 9th, but today is December 5th, and it is Krampus Night or Krampus Nacht in Austria. Wow, I thought you were saying something like Feliz Navidad, girl, with Krampus in it. <laughs> and I was like, what? But then it took me a second. But then I, uh, you know, I put the the puzzle pieces together and realized what you were saying. Mm-hmm. But ooh, that's exciting, right? We always do this, like, yeah, this... we are. We know what we're doing somehow. Cosmically, something is watching over us, and we're picking our episode. Yeah, fate or yeah. something. Like last week, we did Black Swan, and then the next day was the tenth anniversary of Black Swan. After we yeah. released it, I'm like, oh my god, we're so like, you know, on top of it. <laughs> I or maybe it's because we're, when we decided on the episode, we were like, you were like. I just feel like I always watch Black Swan in December. I do. And it's probably because we saw it in December. Because <laughs> it came out then. Yeah, so maybe, maybe it's a subconscious <laughs> thing. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's like, well, But duh, doesn't it take because... place in the winter? I mean, yeah, she's wearing a scarf. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it would have, that would have been funny if we didn't even laugh. Like, you're right. Like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. It's like, don't tread on me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> that Buffy. <laughs> um, wow. So Christmas is coming Christmas up. Christmas is coming up. I'm already is, celebrating. I mean, well, I'm celebrating Krampus oh, yeah. Night with a, some eggnog spiked with Jamaican rum. Ooh, that sounds so good. I love eggnog and I can't, I mean, I can't have actual eggnog, but I can have, you know, the alternative to it, but I love eggnog and people hate on eggnog all the time. Joey hates it. He's always got to remind me. I'm all boo, boo, boo. No. Wow. Really? <laughs> I hear that. Do they have a vegan yeah. alternative? Yeah. You can get like almond nog or. What's it called? I'm sure. Vagnog. <laughs> you know that's actually uh, probably a, a really accurate assumption i i just literally see it just called almond nog oh okay yeah simple no and it's really good and um there are no you know eggs in it wow it's i mean it's or dairy it's like right sand. i mean yeah right. right yeah no totally but yeah it's really good i really enjoy it. it's like it's not as thick like you know like eggnog is like thick like sperm no <laughs> right uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're yeah, absolutely just like sperm. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> I never th- like associated eggnog with that spermy texture, but now I'll have to look for it. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting! Oh my god! I know. Um, so uh, I've. 
yeah, Christmas is coming up. Yeah. It's time for Christmas movies and Christmas drinks and all the lights. Have you decorated yet? Yes, but um, I we're, we've been keeping it limited for like Halloween and Christmas. We decorate the inside and then the outside. You would never because your house is always on the verge of burning down. Yeah, it's like why <laughs> why risk all of that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, no, you know, I kind of feel like it's just like it's too much work. Just for like <laughs> like a month. Oh, so it's just laziness. <laughs> it's lazy, pure laziness. Um, <laughs> our Christmas tree is up, fully decorated, um, and then we just put little things around the house, table runners, and you know. Oh yeah, bourgeois thing. Yeah, you don't have to go like crazy, full out like Chevy Chase Christmas, but like no. you know, like. This year, we actually decorated earlier than I usually would, but do you know what? It's 2020, and sometimes you just need things to make you feel good, mm-hmm. and so we decorated, We decorated like, right as soon as Thanksgiving was over. Um, actually, no, I lied. We decorated before Thanksgiving, <laughs> and um, yeah, it just, you know, it just brings joy and happiness. We actually don't have a tree yet. I know we were planning on getting one, but honestly, at this point, it's like... Oh, work. you guys get real trees? Uh, my roommates uh, prefer real trees. Why? Joey prefers no tree. He just hates. <laughs> he just hates everything. No, he. Oh um, he's like real trees. No, I. I think like once Joey and I finally have our own place, like we'll probably get a fake tree. Yeah. I, real real trees. I get it. Then you know it's nice to have the smell uh, and all uh, that. Uh, but uh, like. Uh, 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 but it's a mess. No, a I don't like disaster. going down there and picking out a tree. You have to turn right. them all the way around, make sure there's no ball headed ones, and then you have to. <laughs> Pack the shit up, bring it home. Yeah, carry, it's a lot. Carry it through the house, and then you have to slide it through the door, and that's when the fucking needles right. go awry. And then you have yeah. to water it, and then you have to make sure you don't leave the lights on. It dries out. It'll burn down. Yeah, it's like sap. It's oh, like, yeah, no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. The dogs want to pee on it? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we like, so like, we usually have like a real one in our house, just so my roommates insist on it. They're like, we will fight you on this. I'm like, okay. Okay. Whatever. Kill the and, kill like, the universe. I don't care. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and so, um, but once we get our own place, we will be indulging in a nice, eiffel fake tree. Yeah, all the better. One time, one year, the I think like the first year we celebrated Christmas where we live, um, we got a real tree and it was fat as fuck. And she made the house well we, we had to put her because it was so big we had to put her in the spare bedroom that had a you know nice little window to the front of the house too oh, okay just so we could display her and we could still see her from the living room and everything and that room was humid as fuck mildew started growing on the walls i was like oh my never God. never again never again that's hilarious you want to hear a funny story about a fake tree that i had okay yeah <laughs> when i was when i was younger we had a fake tree. I think I think my mom just retold me the story, so I'm gonna try to like remember. But basically, um, they had a fake tree for a while. But when we moved, we like moved when I was young, and they lost um, the pole or something that you oh. put the, the tree things in, uh, right? Yeah. And so they wanted to get a replacement one, so they went to like Sam's Club or something. And I think my dad was trying to be cost efficient. My mom would say, my mom would say cheap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, Frugal. And, um, 
Right. She's like, your dad was being cheap. And basically, uh, he insisted on getting a um, a pole that didn't fit perfectly with all of our things. Like, and I think they didn't have any of the correct sizes left that we needed except for one that was on display. So they insisted on getting the display one, even though that one wasn't even the same oh, um, okay. size. This might be com- probably inaccurate, um, but something like that. <laughs> so basically, they get the tree home. Like, there's like no box, no nothing. They literally just took the display one home, and they uh, they tried their best to put all of the the tree branches into it. Like when you have a fake tree, you have to stick individual tree oh, branches. Oh, okay, in it. yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But they didn't have enough or something, and so basically they decide, or my dad decided. Well, let's just put all of the branches on the front of the tree, uh, be on the back, because we'll, we'll put in the corner so you can't see. And there was like, I don't that is work. bad. And so, so they did that for some reason. And he like even like made like a little paper thing because it was like leaning a little bit. And he like put the paper underneath Whoa. the leg to like even it out. You know, one of those moments. And um, so we decorated the tree. It's beautiful. My mom's tree is always beautiful. She has gourd. It's like you know, it's not like. You know, like it's not like bright, like it's not like multicolored, like rainbowy kind of trees like people have it's for white. Christmas. Is it- oh yes, oh. it's like very elegant. It's yes. like an elegant tree, right? Crystal white, oh. you know, like you know things like that. And um, so we decorated the tree randomly. We're just sitting there, probably watching something on television, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the tree falls over crash there is ornaments everywhere things are you know and the house um, burned down (laughs) yeah literally it was just like i don't know it was just hilarious that's a ghetto ass story and it's like one of those moments like moments that stick out of my mind it's like a life event that i can think of it's like the christmas (laughs) Christmas. tree falling down Smashing everywhere, glass everywhere. Christmas was ruined. I'm just kidding. It wasn't ruined, Damn. but you know. But um, yeah, all of our. I think we were able to salvage most of our okay. our nice ornaments. And I had my own personal ornament growing up, which was this like white. It was like a white Santa Claus. He was like kind of glittery, and there was like a long crystal at the bottom. It was so fucking. Oh. <laughs> and um, I think my mom still has it to this day, and always puts it on the tree, and oh. it's. So, and, it, and I think it like it like got a little chipped, but it survived. And, yeah, um, she still I has will, it. <laughs> she still has it, and I hope to inherit it one day. I have these beautiful crystal icicle, um, and, and and we have yeah the soft white lights on our on our prefabricated Ooh. tree. <laughs> yes, it's called the yes. it's called the skinny cashmere tree. Ooh, yeah. it's like fabulous. slender and tall like me. Um, <laughs> covered in soft white lights and um, oh my yeah, god, gl- just like Cindy Crawford, just rose, five ten, rose like gold, Crawford. silver and gold, you know, the g- bullshit on yes. it, and then like the crystal icicles, it's gorgeous. But actually, I was thinking about your um, your Christmas horror story, and I was like, oh, okay, I have one. One time, <laughs> because we brought out all the knickknacks at my mom's house, and we would decorate Christmas. Every the corner, tallywax, give a dog a bone. Right, all of it would be all over the place, and we had these little battery-operated lights, kind of like Christmas carol lights, like ones that you walk around with, you know. Um, <laughs> and they, you know, had glass, um, 
I guess it was a bulb. Yeah, glass bulbs. And I couldn't mm-hmm. take it off. And I'm thinking, this is plastic. And so I put right. the bulb in my mouth to, like, turn <gasps> it. And I no. bite down on it, and it just shatters in my mouth. And I oh. start gushing blood out of the mouth. No. Yes, yes. I'm like, ah, ah. There's, like, piece shards of glass. There's, like, some stuff. nightmare yeah. Oculus shit. Yes, like. yes. It was, like, in my cheek, like, shards of glass, like, little pieces of glass. What? Yeah. I mean, who knows? There's probably still glass traveling through my bloodstream, racing toward my heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is insane. Heart of glass. That's you. Yeah. That's, <laughs> wow. <Heart of> <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's crazy. Did you have to go to the hospital? Like, what happened? No, I think that I was able, because it, was a, it wasn't like a gigantic, you know, bulb. It was just like a little glass, but it, it made my mouth bleed profusely. Um, no, I was able to spit most of it out. <laughs> um, oh, my God. And then, like, grab some of the pieces. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, a mouthful of glass, but it was just on one side, and it was, it was brutal. But, you know, your oh mouth, it heals quickly. Yeah. So it wasn't terrible, but it just, you know, the the scene of me, like, gushing blood out of the mouth in a house full of <laughs> Christmas ornaments. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that sounds straight out of Krampus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have any, like, Christmas traditions that you follow um, that you have to do? Or, like, you're forced to by your family? Because I have a few of those. Okay. Well, you know, on Christmas Eve, we have to go to my grandma's house on my mom's side. And open yeah. our gifts so that the living room is cleared out from, you know, for Christmas Day when people come and visit. Sure. So we do that. And th- I think that's like the one tradition that's stayed true from the time I was, uh, you know, in, before I can remember up until now. It was, we still do that Christmas Eve to right. clear out the presents. And I, there's so many, there are so many presents so many presents and I just remember being young it was it was fantastic when I was young because you know I had all the time in the world we would spend the night because they had a chimney so that's where Santa would come uh, yeah of course you know or Krumpus depending on you know the <laughs> night <laughs> the year <laughs> but um so we would stay there and um the, the fireplace and you know it was roaring and I was an only child until I was 13 so it was nice. I had all the gifts in the world. Things that I didn't even need. Things they just thought it would be nice for a child to have. Typewriters. <laughs> what? A typewriter? One time I got a typewriter. I got a violin one time. Never learned how to play it. Ooh. Just, just, you know, just random I think things. I got a guitar once and I just like left it in the corner. I got like Richie Rich Christmas presents. You know, like Richie Rich the kid. Like, you're, like this is <laughs> yeah. shit that you don't need. A violin. Right. A typewriter. <laughs> oh just my God, things that look nice how, in the room. How elegant. You're not going to use them. Right. Totally. Um, my Christmas traditions are... Uh, my dad is very tradition. Like, he loves traditions. Which I think I've inherited a bit. Like, there are things, obviously, like, I have to do during certain holidays. And, um... OCD. One, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But one of my dad's... Well, my dad's tradition, because um, I usually... Going back to the Thanksgiving episode, I usually spend Thanksgiving with my mom. That's, like, her holiday, you know? And then Christmas is the holiday that I've, I spend with my dad. Okay. And um, from, from the time I grew up, on Christmas Eve... We have to watch a specific version of A Christmas Carol called Scrooge, which is um, this like this musical from the 70s oh. starring Albert Finney. Oh, and, this is not um, what I thought. I thought you were talking about Scrooged. 
Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, this is like this like 70s musical written by Leslie Bercuse, who's like a... Uh, you know, a musical theater songstress oh. or, you know, songwriter. <laughs> uh-huh. And, um, yeah, and it's like a musical version of A Christmas Carol. My dad has made us watch it every year since I was probably born. Wow. And 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 and, some, and most of the time it's like he's like, we ha- he's like, we have to watch it. We have to watch it. And everybody else is like, oh, God, okay, let's do it. And so, like, you know, we're just trying to appease my dad's traditions because he feels very strongly about it. And then we have like... He loves it. Um, he loves it. He loves it. What am I supposed to say? You know? And you know what? Over the years, like I've appreciated it more as an adult. I, you know, uh, when I was a kid, I fucking hated it. I was like, I was like nap time, time to go to bed. Um, and I would like fall asleep within five minutes. But now, you know, <laughs> I can watch the whole thing. And, um, but then we make... Um, orange cinnamon rolls like you get like the, the Pillsbury rolls you know yeah and we make the, the there's like an orange one you can get to and oh. for some reason that became a tradition for us and so we'd have like the orange cinnamon rolls but part of the tradition was that my dad would burn them oh and so they were like kind of burnt <laughs> and then also my dad would make Mexican hot chocolate the mm. you know which is great but also would be burnt and oh um, no it, when I was younger, I remember that was like a big fight between my mom and my dad. It was like always like fighting over because, you know, it was burnt. And um, I don't think it gets as burnt anymore. I think he's probably, hopefully, has learned. Mastered it. Is, uh, yeah, has mastered the Mexican hot chocolate. Does, he's, but, does yeah, he so, use abuelita chocolate or does he like? Yeah, um, I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Or maybe he's like designated the job to somebody else who will probably do it better than him. Oh, uh, yeah. But. but so like that's like our like tradition. I think now we've changed it um, t- from Christmas Eve now to like Christmas Day. Like we'll watch it in the morning. That way people aren't falling asleep, and I think my dad gets satisfaction knowing that everybody's awake and watching Rest- the movie well and rested, not- ready to watch. Yes, well rested and not sitting around watching, you know, asleep while he enjoys this movie. But um, yeah, so those are some of our traditions. I do like the movie. I do like it. It's fine. So. This is our last movie episode of the year of of our season, our first season, because podcasts like to break up their, you know, episodes into seasons, like their fucking TV shows or something. So we decided to jump on that wagon too. We're we're followers. Yeah. That's fine. We can admit it. So this is the last movie, but it's not the last episode. We're saving something extra special. Right. And this extra special thing is by popular demand because we got a lot of messages from you bitches yeah. wanting this. So you can so, only imagine um, what it is. It, but it's also <laughs> a celebration of our, you know, first season as Fear the Talking Queers. Yes. And um, yeah. And the gift that we are to you. Yes. You know? And we have some surprise <laughs> special guests that you may or may Ooh. not know. Yes. Yes. I'm very excited. It's going to be quite the fun time, I think. We haven't finished it yet, but I believe it's going to be um, a Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah. Or just a, you know. Or a piece of shit. Mediocre. Know, a piece of garbage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a skip, you know. So this, so based on how the year went and how you were this year, do you think that you're going to get a visit from Santa on Christmas? Or do you think that Krampus is coming tonight to give you your year end gift? Do you, do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna say Santa because ho, ho, I haven't ho. I haven't had the opportunity to get myself you know into any trouble 
we've been at home. What can you do? You know, I wish I had more opportunity to get in trouble, but COVID um, took that opportunity away from me. Yeah. And I'll never forgive it. Well, I think that based on the year that I've had and the horrible decisions that I've made and the alcohol that I've been drinking, I honestly think that this may be my last night here on Earth. I may be, <laughs> I may be trapped in a snow globe by the end of the night. Well, great. Well, we got to make the most of this. Yeah. And um, so I, Fear the Talking Queers will have a new co-host starting season two. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? Uh, yeah, we're holding auditions. I know a few of you would love the job. <laughs> yeah. Don't come for my gig, mama. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's. Um, I think that brings us right into our movie this week, which is Krampus. <laughs> Goose van Krampus. Grismo, Grismo, Krampus. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know that's the credit song. That's what they do uh, at the credits. <laughs> do it again. Christmas, Christmas, Krampus. That's what they, That's what happens in the credits. Let's get into the real story, which is the synopsis of Krampus. Krampus, released in 2015, written and directed by Michael Doherty and co-written by Todd Casey and Zach Shields. Our film begins with the most famous holiday tradition of all, shopping. In a satirical slow-motion sequence, we are shown Christmas shoppers spending money and causing general chaos, all in the name of Christmas. Three days before Christmas, the prosperous but dysfunctional Engel family gather for the holidays. Max Engel, played by MJ Anthony, remains a firm believer in Santa Claus and intends to send him a letter. His family includes his teenage sister Beth, played by Stefania Levy Owen, their parents Tom and Sarah, played by Adam Scott and Tony Collette, and Tom's mother Omi, played by Krista Stadler, who speaks mostly German. Sarah's side of the family visiting for Christmas include Aunt Linda, played by Allison Tolman, and Uncle Howard, played by David Kochner. Sarah and Linda's cantankerous Aunt Dorothy, played by the late Conchata Farrell, and Linda and Howard's children, Howie Jr., Stevie, Jordan, and baby Chrissy. Max wants to continue family traditions, but tension amongst his relatives saps their Christmas spirit. When his cousins read out his letter to Santa and mock him for still believing, he fights with them and yells out that he hates his family and even Christmas. His father comforts him by telling him that even though there is chaos during the holidays, he should always love his family, and he gives him his letter to Santa. In a fit of anger, Max tears up the letter and throws it into the wind outside, and it's swept into the sky. That night, a severe blizzard engulfs the town, causing a power outage. When Beth ventures out to check on her boyfriend, a large, horned creature chases her. She hides beneath the delivery truck, but the creature leaves a jack-in-the-box, which attacks and captures her. Tom and Howard leave to search for Beth. They find her boyfriend's house in ruins with the chimney split open and large goat-like hoof prints in the house. Outside, the two are attacked by an unseen monster under the snow. They return home and board up the windows. Later, a large hook with a living gingerbread man attached lures Howie Jr. to the chimney and he is dragged up the chimney despite the family's efforts to save him. Omi explains that the creature hunting them is Krampus, an ancient demonic spirit who punishes those who have lost the Christmas spirit. 
Omi recounts that when she was a child, her parents and community lost their spirit due to the hardships of the war in Europe, as did she, which summoned Krampus. He dragged everyone except her to hell, leaving behind a bell bobble with his name on it. The family remained skeptical until monstrous toys hidden in the presents delivered earlier invade the house. Stevie and Jordan are lured to the attic by Beth's voice. Jordan is swallowed by Dare Clown, the jack-in-the-box from before. The family fends off the toys, but Krampus elves leap in through the window, taking Dorothy, Howard, and Chrissy. Tom decides that the family should flee to an abandoned snowplow on the streets outside. Omi sacrifices herself to distract Krampus, who emerges from the fireplace and attacks her with a bag of toys. Outside, Tom, Sarah, and Linda are dragged under the snow while Stevie is captured by the elves. Krampus confronts Max and gives him the bell bobble wrapped in a piece of his discarded letter. Max awakens in his house on Christmas morning. Discovering his family alive and well downstairs, he thinks that what happened was just a nightmare. However, when he unwraps a present to reveal Krampus's bobble, the family has an ominous look on their faces as their memories of the horrific events slowly come back to them. The camera pans out, revealing that the family is being watched through a snow globe by Krampus, along with hundreds of others in his collection. The evil toys then appear for one last jump scare. The end. Grampus. <laughs> grand puss. <What? laughs> She's a grand old puss. <laughs> She's a half grand and pussy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so funny story before we get into the... You are actually not at home. Your usual home. No, I'm not. You're visiting no. Joey's family and yeah. you are positioned on the other side of the mountain from me. Yeah, this is the closest Frankie and I have ever been to recording to each other, which is about forty-five a forty-five minute drive. I can I Usually. felt your energy as you drove into um, Northern California, <laughs> and I saw the the silhouette of your broom <laughs> passing by. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's so funny that we've had people tell us that they thought that we've been recording the same room the entire time. I know. I'm like, it? well, I guess you know, we're just yeah, we're just we just sell it like we. Yeah, are. It's called movie <laughs> magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, have you seen we, what they've been able to pull off on the Drew Barrymore show? Oh we, no! There, there are people <laughs> in the same room, and that oh, they, Charlie's Angels. They did a Charlie's Angels reunion, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. They were like social distancing. They're like, one of us isn't in the room, and you're like, what? And then all of a sudden, Cameron Diaz disappeared. Oh my God! It, well, she also like crazy. she did from Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> yeah, by choice, by choice. Right, right, okay, right. Okay, so let's get into Crumpus. Yes. So you you like to call him Crumpus? Crumpus. Why is that? Because that's how they would pronounce it in German. Well, this movie was made right here in the U.S. of A. So it is Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> I just get out. Who gives a fuck out what it's called? Krampus. Krampus. I call it Evil Santa. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Sweet That's screens, how it's no. said. <laughs> yeah, sweet screens. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Krampus. Krampus. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> So um, I really like that this movie, it, it does a really good job at being a Christmas film Yes. at first before getting into the craziness. Yes. Um, it, it, it really um, 
resembles sort of a traditional you know, a, a traditional family Christmas, Christmas like, movie. Yeah. A dysfunctional family has to, you know, work through their problems together in order to, you know, become the family unit that um, really can enjoy Christmas together. Well, the first time I saw this movie and the relatives showed up, Howard and all the others, I was like, this is literally, like, inspired by National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, totally. Was un- Uncle Eddie? And- yeah, bringing all his ratchet ass family <laughs> to Christmas. Yeah, this sort of like rednecky, you know, no offense if that's you out there. Cook- but, um, cooking dry ass turkey. Yeah, exactly. And he's they sort of bring Southern charm. Yeah, their <laughs> Southern conservative values to this, you know, otherwise not conservative. I don't know. Maybe they are cons- not, maybe they're conservative. I don't know. You can't tell. Yeah. But um, they're bringing it's just their, sort of like, an you know, o- it's an opposites, you know, yes. like an oil and water sort of situation. It's like the know, rich family. bougie family. And then like, you know, the, yes. the lower class, you know, sort of. Which comes from the relationship between um, sisters, which, are, you know, Tony Collette as Sarah Ugh. and um, Allison Tolman as Linda, who are sisters who have obviously gone on a, different life paths yes totally um obviously like sarah is uh, she's a little more uptight i don't say like uptight but she obviously um she she probably likes the finer things or you know she, ex- and she yeah she's gotten used to certain things you know the finer things in life of course sure yeah linda she's just a down-home girl she has her own gun <laughs> yeah she has her own gun <laughs> And um, they don't seem to get along. They seem to have a lot of competition between the two of them. Yeah, there's a lot that goes on with the family dynamics. And then you have sort of like, you know, the soft husband of Sarah. um, And then you have Linda's husband. But also a workaholic. Also a workaholic. workaholic. Yeah, yeah. Their marriage is sort of falling apart. And then you have Howard and uh, Linda who are, are... we're completely down for each other, but yeah. Howard is just so annoying and so obnoxious. Just such an asshole. A typical, <laughs> yeah. like you know, that trying to be the alpha male. And let me tell you, if you're trying that hard to be the alpha male, you are not the alpha male. You ain't it, mama. No, you're not it, Baba. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then we, you have this crazy dysfunctional family a dynamic. So not only do we have the parents, but also the kids. So we have Max, who's sort of our our main protagonist our hero yeah our hero even though he's sort of the cause of all of this his story really encapsulates probably the main theme which is like this like in this disillusionment with christmas uh, and he, he, he you know for so long he wanted to believe that you know the christmas magic is real and the realists in in the world have sort of shut that down and made fun of him for wanting to keep the Christmas magic alive. Yeah. Um, And you really see it because he has like this wholesome approach to Christmas. Like he wants to celebrate Christmas the best way he knows how. And then, you know, you kind of get a sense of where he lives though. And, you know, in the beginning when you have that song juxtaposed with the hippo stampede at Mucho Mart. (laughs) (laughs) You know, from Scream yes, Queens. totally. <laughs> yes. And uh, the, and you get to see how miserable people are during the holidays. You know, they're buying stuff. Yeah. They're swiping their credit card with the most oh my dismal gosh. I, facial I, expressions. I love that scene. It's, it's amazing. So, it's, such a, it's such like a, like a, just a blunt commentary on just the consumerism of Christmas. Of the holiday. Yes. Like, my God. And that's, that shit's real. Like, in... 
you see, you can look up YouTube videos of people just fighting over the stupidest shit. And it's all just stuff. Fucking Elmo you know? and shit. Yeah. Yeah, El- yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Like back in the day, like the Tickle Me Elmo thing was insane. Or like the Furbies. Uh, like the ca- Furby. Cr- in the like, 80s, it was the Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I get it. Like people want to bring these, you know, toys and stuff to their kids. But oh, at what cost? That just goes to show what kind of child they're raising. And and yeah. what, what great a job they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go and literally physically fight people to get you this goddamn yeah. cabbage I, patch doll. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna punch a bitch in the nose to get you the ugliest fucking toy on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna fucking play with it for five minutes and then toss it. You know. Oh my god. You know, it's like, why? Like, I don't know. I think, like, if I were to ever have kids, like, me, like, would I be one of these? I mean, I guess. I mean, you want your kid to be happy. I don't know. I, mean. I, I think don't. that if my kid is bad all year, I'm, I would be like, Krampus is coming. Yeah. Honestly, my favorite toy as a kid was um, the broomstick handle. I played with that. Like, I would, it was like a sword. A wig. It was a microphone <laughs> stand. Ah! Yeah. The mop. <laughs> the mop. <laughs> yeah. I would unscrew the wi- the mop part and put the wig on my head. And then I would, ho- I would hold the stand and then I was Mariah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to laugh for <laughs> Looking like a raggedy ass doll. <laughs> Oh my god! Then now I'd probably just like look like Sia or something if I did that. Oh my god! <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I I think that first scene is so funny. It's so funny uh, and it's so accurate. Up. Yeah, and I think it's the best way to to really start off a Christmas movie. Yeah. You know, that's like like well, this movie is about the disillusionment of Christmas, and there's no better way than realizing what the holiday has become. Which is just about buying shit for other people. Yeah. So, you know, and it's about spending money, like, you know, which sucks. You know, it should be about being together and being a family. And obviously, you know, that right there, that image of all this mass consumerism and what the holidays become isn't ex- like shows its effects on the family who are now not able to connect with each other. They're struggling to connect. Um, and I feel like those two things kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, because the, the, the meaning of the holidays and being together for Christmas has now been lost. Right. Amongst this family. You know, we have the daughter who, uh, you know, she just wants to be with her boyfriend. Yeah. You know? Her priorities are um, different. Right. Exactly. And, and and Sarah, she's so consumed with one, like, she's just so anal that she's not able to enjoy it she anymore. wants everything to be perfect and she strives for that so much that she doesn't yeah again yeah she doesn't get to enjoy it yeah she doesn't get to enjoy it because everything's a chore you know it, you know it's like ugh. and then then the family comes and they bring all their craziness and it just stresses her the hell out yeah and, it would stress uh, anybody out yeah absolutely especially with aunt dorothy oh my god oh my god Conchata, R.I.P. I know, R.I.P. Conchata. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds delicious. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Was, uh, what was her name from Pete? Wasn't her name Peach or something in, in Finding Nemo? She was a starfish. Oh, was she? 
Yeah, she was. You don't care about that shit. No, I don't. I hate all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to know her as Aunt Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, no, she's hilarious in this role, though. She plays oh. that kind of that crazy aunt. Brassy, critical Ooh. aunt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love when she like first comes in. She's all. Uh, what did she say? She says something about the sister. She's like, but at least she visits me once in a while. Or what did she say? You know, you know that line I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. I think that's the funny one. Yeah, it and is. I, and I wish I had written it down. I know, I know. She has some good ones, though. I wrote some of some she good does. ones down. <laughs> so, wait, one of the things that I was talking, speaking on the topic of family, I thought that Beth and Stevie, the sister and the cousin, looked a hell of a lot alike, and then come yeah. to find out that they're sisters. Yeah, that makes sense. I almost I mean, thought they were the them. same person when I first watched it. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> she- oh, my gosh. Hey, they are a working family. Okay. They said booked and blessed. And we are <laughs> having a merry ass Christmas this year with this paycheck family. Yeah. On us. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, good for them. Um, those, yeah, those, those cousins are so uh, such Awful. an interesting choice. I've, I feel like I've never seen a character like characters like this where they're, they're like two girls whose dad wants them to be who boys. like so desperately wanted them to be boys because, especially because the boy yeah. he got is useless oh my god and i <laughs> honestly thought that was the kid from trick-or-treat and then, oh. um so then my roommate was like that's there's no way that movie came out like <laughs> ten, eight years but yeah ten years before this <laughs> eight years before this there's no way that kid's the same i was like oh yeah you're right <laughs> i was like and you know, I'm nothing against this kid, but he has this the most interesting mouth. Oh yeah, he has like a like a pinched ass top lip. <laughs> it's I mean, but it, and I'm like, did they do that to him? Or I mean, I guess maybe no, they were just like, wow, I, this this kid looks like a Christmas doll, like his mouth yeah. does. We've hit the jackpot. Like a scary an- porcelain angel. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. And uh, but yeah, it's such a weird character <laughs> that the, his his purpose is just to be weird yeah. for five minutes and then be um, be eaten. I, or they must have a thing for kids that look like that. Obviously, this is the same team yeah. that made Trick or Treat. Um, right, and exactly. I actually, like I'd like to think that it exists in the same universe because oh, one hundred on the radio does. they mention Warren Valley on the radio. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned Warren Valley, which is where Trick or Treat takes place. And they they had right. a, they've succumbed to a blizzard also. So maybe in Krampus too, we'll get to see what Warren Valley's Christmas was like with Krampus. Oh my gosh, I wish they would make a Krampus too. I want to. There are other stories to be told. What else can Krampus do? I know, I know. There's so many um, things. But I, but I know that there's like there's other things like trick or treat, like Easter eggs, like I think there's like the lollipop or something. Yeah, that, his Halloween stash of candy. Yeah, and there's like the, there's uh, little Sam's um, lollipop in there, so that's cute. I love that, and I do love, and they are they do feel very similar. I feel like they're they're two films that. Um, have a lot of reverence for the holiday that they are telling the story of and, and they, they both teach a you a like, lesson yeah they're these are morality tales which is what all great christmas films are christmas carol home alone life <laughs> home alone no absolutely Black christmas no, these are <laughs> yeah the grinch and in the apocalypse I mean, they, I mean the list goes right? on and on <laughs> yeah absolutely um, I like that movie. <laughs> anyway. 
but yeah, so it's like a morality tale, which is very in line with all these Christmas films. Yeah. Um, it's about it's about a family that is not able to connect that in the face of, you know, extreme danger mm. and, uh, you know, facing off against a villain that's sole purpose is to uh, punish people who are bad. Who are not, and, yeah. and not celebrating the, the holiday, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's about them coming together and um, the cool thing ab- to get- about this one is that we have Krampus or Krampus um, who Krampus k- yeah. Krampus <laughs> Krampus <laughs> Did she always take it one step further? Um- Kermit <laughs> Dude, that was too far. That was okay. So cue the crickets. <laughs> yeah. <Chance>. Uh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Crumpus is obviously is this, you know, has a mythology that's far beyond, you know, our time. Um, it's an Austrian and German, you know, folklore. Austrian. Yeah. yeah. Austrian and yeah. German. Yeah, so Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, right, celebrated Krampus. Should have played Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, this is a great use of the Krampus folklore. Yeah, and I think it's great because it. This is obviously a tradition that's huge, or, you know, in other parts of the world, and I don't think that many Americans know about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot do, but like. I would say the majority of, of Americans don't associate Krampus with Christmas. No, not, uh, or a, not like, until you know, now. It's like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think this is a really fun way to uh, bring that to American audiences. And um, and I, I, God, I love, I have to say, I love holiday horror in any holiday. Oh, like, yes. I think there, there's something about, There's something that is so satisfying to me about looking at the darker side of things that everybody finds happy or <laughs> like, familiar yeah like you know I, I i i like the idea of like sort of crushing this idea that everything is happy and you know wonderful all the time i'm like yeah but what what about the dark parts of this yeah. holiday and i yeah and i think that this this movie and krampus in general um really encapsulates that and that just appeals to me and my craziness i always oh sorry i always love like a juxtaposition of like something that's really familiar or beautiful and then like something yeah. really ugly or dark or like me scary yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into like some of the krumpus mythology as far as like okay. what's in this movie so it's not just krumpus actually krumpus is probably has less screen time than everything else he brings this bitch is a supporting character in his own movie right uh, maybe a, a cameo to be because honest he has minions he has scary elves that come and you know take you away he has right weird i don't know what, what i love what the, the toys no men about I don't know, but I do. I have written down that I love the snowman. I was like, is that part of the mythology? But I honestly think it's just something that they thought of as being fucking scary looking. And it seems like almost and, like when someone dies, a new snowman appears. Right. I just thought of it as like a like a warning. It was oh. like your like your house, your house is, being, is being tagged. Yes. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A, like attack. Better here. watch out. Better not, you know. Right. What I'm saying. Yes. Uh, the elves. The uh, I think that that's um, there's something called like a, a Yule, a Yule, some kind of creature, a Yule something. Sure. That um, yeah. they celebrate. I think over there in Germany or Austria or wherever, and um, right. they visit on the twelve nights of Christmas. So. 
that comes from that. I don't think it's rude, like related to Krumpus, but they've made it related to him in this story. Right. And then, of course, that, you... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. And then, then they have... Um, sorry, you go ahead, actually. <laughs> well, I was going to say, and then we have what you mentioned, the toys. Yeah, the toys. Amazing. Oh, I love... Okay, so if you were to be attacked by a Christmas toy, what do you think it would be? Oh, my God. From, the, from this movie, right? Sure. Okay. Or anything. Or anything? Like, what? Oh, yeah. well, I would love to be attacked by Barbies. Since oh my like God. small soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Let's see like if her head Barbies. comes off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I feel like we always mention that we scene. Mention that, scene <laughs> that scene is iconic. It can like, be like somewhat horror, right? Like Child's Play is a horror movie. Small Soldiers is a horror movie. Maybe we'll oh, do that totally. next season. <laughs> Like, oh just yeah, surprise sure. everyone with small soldiers. Yeah, absolutely. Oh god, it's so fucking good. It's so good. Um, yeah, I know. I lo- I love the Christmas attack. That's one of my favorite parts of this movie. Oh. Is the when the toys attack them in the attic. Yes. That's oh, it's the so best funny. scene. And then and then you cut to also like Howard in the kitchen fighting the gingerbread men. Yes, which is also fucking funny. It's so good. Um, yes, I love I love that scene. I I love um <laughs> like the how they are transformed into like scary versions of these like iconic, you know, this like Christmas iconography. Yes, you know we, you know we know this like the angel on from the, the top, top of the, the tree. tree. Yeah, and um, you know the teddy bear, which you yeah, know, cuddly okay, sure, teddy bear. Not? Yeah. Um, we have a, a robot, which I guess would be like a kid's toy. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, the Jack in the Box. They're a clown. The Derek, <laughs> yes. Oh my God, you did take German in high school. I do remember this. And going back to our Carrie episode, <laughs> Derek Clown. Well, that's his name. They have names. Well, at least the Jack in the Box. The, you know the, the clown. You know, I do know they have names, and I also do know that Seth Green, for some reason, voiced one of them. He plays Lumpy, one of the gingerbread men. Why not? <laughs> I mean, because I hear, this opportunity landed on <laughs> Seth Green's doorstep, and he said, "Absolutely." Do you think he auditioned? Oh, probably three or four times. Mm-hmm. He had to earn this part. Yeah, and it was only because somebody oh. pulled out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the angel's um, name is Perchta. Oh, excuse me. Her name is Perchta. <laughs> Wait, okay, so funny story. I just list, so in my research, I wonder if this is the same thing. So I think this is the same because that name sounds very familiar. So there's that actor, Falula Borg. Do you know who he is? He's like a German actor. He he was like in like Pitch Perfect 2. He's like always that, he's like a funny German actor. Oh. And and he was. Is he in like the rival? Yes, he's in the German Pitch Perfect rival. Okay, uh, acapella. I group. think I, I. He's like the guy. No, you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He. What, he I was watching an interview with him on Conan O'Brien where he's talking about Krampus, and then he also said that there's a female version of Krampus, and her name was. I think her name is Frau Perchta. <gasps> it might be completely wrong. No, that's probably right. And that her thing is that if you're mean mean or something she will remove your organs and replace them with trash <gasps> oh my god wow i think that's her so they named this i guess they named this christmas angel after her yeah because it, they did say that there's some you know like there's something 
and everything that Krumpus right. uses to attack these people. Like there's some, right. they're related. They have some sort of root into a uh, folklore. Right. Yeah. So there we go. Frau Perchta, she will remove your organs and replace them with trash, Mama. Oh my God. No. So I was, if I was in this movie, that's who I would be attacked by, Perchta. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that one. She's so funny looking. She's so scary. She's scary with her wings, and she almost <laughs> looks like Tiffany, Bride of Chucky, but like on yes, meth. Yes, she does. Like you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah methy Tiffany, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Which uh, watch? Do you know what? She lives in a trailer park. I'm sure Tiffany's already on meth. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, so just kidding, just kidding. So <laughs> at, from a at park. the <laughs> my God, we we've said a few things about trailer parks, but you know what? I I would live in a trailer. Sure. Why like not? That. Yeah. If I can if it had that, scale back. If it had that bathtub from Bride from of, of Chucky, I'm, I'm in there. I'm getting soaked and electrocuted. Claw foot bath. Yeah. So at the end of everything, once the toys have attacked you and the gingerbread men have dragged you away and the elves have come and the snowmen appear, um, Krumpus takes you into this Christmas fantasy, which you live out day after day inside of a snow globe. Yeah. I know. I know. It's a really interesting ending and uh i guess i really i guess i want to know what the movie would have been like had it received that like hard r rating but um i know that they apparently the studios like weren't down for the r rating because i I don't know they were like concerned about controversy that's that has um that plagued older Christmas horror films like Black Christmas or whatever I think people are like offended by the idea of like a horror Christmas movie and so the studio wouldn't approve the film unless it had um, a PG-13 a, a, a PG-13 rating so all the all the characters technically don't die in this movie they're like transported into a snow globe which is like fine. Like they yeah. don't have to like die horribly. Like had it been R, maybe they it would have been gory. But um, I mean, I think I I don't mind it that they sort of have this fate where they end up in the snow globe as a family together. Um, but it sort of brings up the question whether it's like are they trapped in there as like a hellish punishment or have they been given a second chance by Krampus who's now just watching over them i don't know something tells me that they kind of like woke up and they're like oh my god it was all just like some weird ass dream like oh my god right and then when they see the you know that big ass crumpus bell they're kind of like it was real and that's kind of when they're all frozen so i kind of feel like it's like a hell like a version of hell right yeah totally i mean yeah that's right that's how like i would i perceived it for so long until i like sort of read i was like oh wait there's like there's a different way to look at it as if like they have that them being able to come together in the end and helping each other and trying their best to survive as a family granted them a second chance and so that so it was like technically a dream and but krampus now has this like eye on them sort of like i've given like i've given you your warning you know you've seen what i can do i will be watching you better watch out Anyway, um, yeah, and we got it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so that they uh, they are given the reminder with the bell. He's oh. like, "Look, bitches, I'm fucking real." Like, um, you pass so for celebrate. now, but I'll yeah, be back. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was a really interesting way to look at it. A way that I personally had never looked at it before. But I think that's a really, a really cool way to look at it. Yeah. Um, that they do survive. Yeah, that's that a cool way to look at is, it. I like them being trapped. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's also really fucked. That's like the fucked up, dark, sort of twisted ending. I would like to see this as an R-rated movie. Um, I think that that's all garbage, cockamamie, if you will. Uh, that you know, an R-rated. I mean, Scream came out like literally on Christmas Day, <laughs> and it, right. it's not a Christmas movie, but you know, it's that stupid. Yeah. Um, I I know it's, it's it's such a dumb reason. Like, fuck is. you. Like, I I think that if it had an R rating, we would have we would have yeah. gotten a scarier Krumpus. Like. He wouldn't have totally. been wearing a Santa mask. It would have been like right, which for some reason, like when I was writing like things down about like I was like, what, what are like some of my like criticisms? Like one of them is like I was like, oh, I was like I didn't like how Krampus's face looked. I didn't realize that he was wearing a mask until later. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah. that's very interesting. But I guess he is behind yeah, that. It's like, oh. like a devil face, I'm sure. With you know, and they showed the close up of the eye, the goat eye. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, but knowing what I know now that it is a mask, I'm like, oh, that's actually really kind of, that's actually a really scary way to look at it. In my yeah. mind, I was like, when I was watching, I was like, wow, this is just a really poor prosthetic. Yeah, <laughs> the mouth is all stiff. He's all, <laughs> yeah, he's a close out goddamn trap. Catching <laughs> flies. Okay. <laughs> Shut your mouth and read that damn magazine, girl. <laughs> but um, yeah, and uh, one of my criticisms, I guess, is I kind of wish there. I just do wish there was more Krampus in this movie. Literally, the only criticism I have, like it's scary. He has hind legs like a goat. He howls like a wolf. He's wearing a Santa mask. It's creepy, but he's not terribly scary. And I just wish he was more featured. Yeah, and I think that we got a good sense of like how scary he could be from that first scene of him with uh with the daughter with, with Beth. Beth yeah. You know, I think that's a really effective scary scene where he's like running across the oh. the, the roofs of the house. It's one of my favorite of the houses because it's so oh. creepy and terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely I think a highlight of like the the full-on sort of horror that this movie you know offers and i think like from then on like we do have like horror moments but uh there's a lot more comedy mixed in them yeah which i do which i love i love that you know i love the camp and i love all that um but that's the but i do that's a genuinely scary scene yeah yeah absolutely and um yeah it's, it's loud he's like loud and he's heavy and he's just boom boom like on these houses i'm like ooh, and then he jumps ooh, yeah. from one to the other yeah, yeah. he's really yeah. fucking scary there's, there's, and her, scr- scarier than and her that scream jumps. sells it you know because she's giving yeah. you like this blood curdling scream and you're like oh my god i can only imagine if i were in that position with this yeah, ginormous totally. creature running after me that's fucking scary right yeah, could you imagine being in a town where somebody invoked this fucking Krampus-ass spirit, and all of a sudden you're an innocent little family, and Opening all of a sudden there's a giant, yeah, there's a giant-ass blizzard that shuts down the town, and there's fucking Krampus jumping on your roof, yeah. like, 
how inconsiderate of these other people. <laughs> you're sitting there in, in, in right? the cold, and you're like, yeah. let's get it by the fire. And like, you just, boom, yeah. To- ah! yeah. But just, like, also, like, just absolutely confused by what's happening. <laughs> like, yeah, why are these people what, screaming? I, I, <laughs> why are people screaming? Why, are, why is this happening to our town? I don't know these people three streets away. Honey, I think why I is this happening to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, I don't know my neighbors, so I'd be like, I don't know, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, if that shit happened next door to me, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on over there? But I wouldn't go check. Nope. I would stay my no. happy ass at home. Next oh, no, to my I'd cozy be, little yeah. Christmas tree. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, my cozy fake ass Christmas tree. <laughs> Goodies for Santa. Do you remember that? Tree- <laughs> Treats for Santa. Or what is it from? What is you that? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Drag no. Race when uh, they did this. Oh, uh, see, season three when they did um, the, the yeah Christmas Christmas challenge. yeah runway and Vanessa Williams goes. Did she say goodies or oh treats? yeah yes oh yeah she like shakes her boobs <laughs> yeah yeah the, the treats for oh yeah Santa. goodies for Santa <laughs> goodies for Santa, Santa or something yeah, yeah. Stupid. yes 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 <laughs> yes stupid but I love it I love it Let's move Vanessa. On. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of favorite moments, mm-hmm. what are some of yours? So I would have to say that amazing like throwback to the to the Rankin Bass uh, stop motion film sequence. It's like this yes. uh, you know stop motion sequence, which I think is such a brilliant callback to the amazing stop motion films that people associate with Christmas. I mean, yeah. you know, we, Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, you know, the I think the Little Drummer Boy is one. I remember having that VHS yeah. when I was younger. And uh, the one with the I think that's ah, so, uh, <laughs> I think that's what is that one? I think that is that uh, the New Year Baby one. What it is? I don't. I don't remember. I don't. But know. Uh, yes, very that. But yeah, yeah. So and I think I think that is like. Like, as far as, like, paying homage to other Christmas films, yes. like, that is so brilliant. It's, like, like who, whoever thought of that, like, fucking chef's kiss to you, bitch, because that is, um, that's brilliant. And it looks yeah, cool. The- it's a little, you know, it's, it's, it's of the time, so there is probably a lot, there's not actual stop motion, like, back in the day. But, you know, the CGI still yeah. does its job. It gets, it gets the point across that it's a clear yeah, homage it's to that. Yeah, it harkens back, yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think it, uh, it's a little spooky, spooky tale of, of, of Omi's <laughs> crossing path with uh, Krampus in yeah. her past, which I do think is really interesting, because it was like, Nobody knows about this. Nobody's asked where her parents are. No, yeah. like, like, oh, my parents died. They were killed by Krampus. Your, I'd be like, your grandma. You're going. You're <laughs> going to um, a mental hospital. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. And they think that she's fucking, yeah. you know, psychologically thrilling when she <laughs> tells the <this> story. <laughs> Um, um, but we already kind of talked about mine and my favorite's the toy attack the gingerbread oh attack. so good um, and then of course that scene where Beth comes face to face with Krumpus um, because that's the first time we, we see Krumpus and I think that her performance totally sells that, that the fear that you that we're gonna have against the yeah she does great it's the only time we fear 
right. purpose, I think. But I also find I I find it very satisfying watching all these children being eaten though, or like taken away. Yeah, by their clown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, ooh, I like that. Cover the kids first. That's great. Uh, the year that I went to Universal Horror Nights, because I've only been there once, um, they had like all they were marketing it as like the Titans of Terror because they had a Halloween and. Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, yeah. They they had all the classics. But then they had um, a Krempus one. That's amazing. It was great. Yeah. And, you know, you get to the kitchen and the gingerbread men are going off and it smells like gingerbread. (laughs) It was good. I I would have loved to see it. I didn't go that year. Krempus comes out of the the chimney. It was great. I think you can find it online if you ever want to take a walk through. Oh, Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) That sounds fun. So one of the things that I noticed... um, just sort of like a random thought, but I kind of think Adam Scott is really hot as the dad. Am I crazy? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, you know, I think he's hot. I think he looks like a hot dad and I don't usually find myself attracted to him, but there's something about like his like beard and his kind of style in this movie. I think he's like a dilf. <laughs> I'd give him my Christmas cookies. Goodies for Santa. Goodies for Santa. Yeah, you know, he definitely looks better with a beard. Um, I think he's hot in this. Yeah. Bitch, I just saw on Instagram that you said Kenny from Scream was hot. That is a your opinion. He looks way... <laughs> okay, well, that's a fear of the talking fear's opinion. <laughs> I speak on behalf of both of us. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was didn't like, say hot. I, he's, he's cute. No, okay. Happily Ever Slasher, they did a Scream episode, and they said that Kenny... Is, she's like, I don't know if it was the beer I had, but I think Kenny is kind of cute. And I was like, he is. He is kind of cute. Okay. A, you I'm think a, Adam Scott I'm is cute. <laughs> have you seen his face? <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of have a little bit of crazy eyes. When I was like, I was like, ooh, he's hot. And they like zoomed in on him. I was like, mm, like uh, from afar. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't mean to, you know, face shame. No one's ugly. No, 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 but, no, 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 no. But I do think tall. that he kind of looks like somebody put fish hooks into his brow bone and they're just constantly pulling down his eyebrows. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, like his <laughs> eyes are kind of like they're always droopy, but it's like it starts uh, with his eyebrow. It's horrible. Well, I mean, it's, it's not horrible, <laughs> but he's not cute to me. He could get personally. it. He could get it. I, I, love, I I'm into it. I, okay, yeah. if I were in this movie, I would probably fuck Howard before I fucked. I'm sorry. What? He's manly. I know he's fighting to be the alpha male. All right, sweet screams, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) He's not. He's not handsome. He's not hot. He's uh, Adam Scott would definitely be the hotter one, obviously, by the looks of things. (laughs) But uh, you know, he's he's a man who knows what he wants. Okay, real question: Krampus or Santa? Who would you fuck? Um, Santa. Santa. Why? Surprise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, because I like him thick and oh. <laughs> and he can make me thick laugh. Thick and juicy? Yeah. It, oh my gosh. Yeah. Just like a one-time thing. Like a, you know. So one of my favorite actresses is in this. I love Toni Collette. She is so good in everything and even in this movie which is not like high art by any means you know <laughs> um 
She still kills it. She's still hilarious. She's and amazing. A great act. Ugh. And I love her like fearlessness to pick just crazy projects. She don't give a fuck. She'll do anything. She was like, I was watching an interview with her and she was like, I've never done a movie where I like this. She was like, where I, you know, am fi- fighting crazy uh, Christmas creatures and acting to uh, you know <laughs> tennis balls and things like that like it's just, <laughs> she's like this is she's like this is like a fun experience for me so yeah i love that yeah i mean i i again yeah like you said it doesn't seem like she turns anything down it seems like she, everything she she's does. offered she, she takes t- she says yes i will be there what time uh yeah yeah, absolutely. She's uh, she's all, and it, she always seems like down too. Like when she's fully invested in her roles, oh, yeah. I love. Uh, yeah, I think she's so. I think she's underrated. She I totally know. is. She, she, Everyone's and, and, so fixated always... on fucking Meryl Streep. Enough. Ah, I've had enough. I mean, don't cut. I mean, she she lives up to the hype, but um, sure. Tony Collette. Uh, she definitely delivers. Every time. And I think she's so good. In this, yeah, she she plays a great like high-strung mom, like mom, and she's still motherly and you know warm. But you know she just wants her Christmas to go well. Um, she's like, I love when she yells at uh, Aunt Dorothy to stay out of her kitchen. Oh, that's literally what I wrote down as my favorite quote. Which, yeah, <laughs> but, what is but it? The, okay, it's like when Aunt Dorothy says, "So, what kind of godforsaken concoction are you whipping up now?" <laughs> it's like you know, this fancy food clogs my pipes, and she's like, <laughs> and she's like had enough, and she's like, "Well, how about we go to your trailer next Christmas?" And after you spend weeks decorating and cooking and cleaning, I might just waddle in and start bitching and moaning about everything you worked so hard on. <laughs> she just stay out of my kitchen. Stay out of my kitchen. <laughs> she's. I almost, so, I almost uh, felt like a little bit because I had just finished uh, watching for the second time United States of Terra from first season to third uh, season. Amazing. Brills. And I did kind of see some Alice in there, you know, Alice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, amazing show. If you have not seen United States of Terra, like, go, go watch it. Go. Yeah, but she's, yeah, she's brilliant in this. And, um, you know, she, we see her later, a few years later, playing another another mom in you know the insane hereditary oh my so, god uh, this is like the lighter version of that yeah <laughs> with a dysfunctional family um yeah and she's also the mom in uh the sixth sense which i just recently revisited oh. also oh, her performance in that is nothing short of out of this world she honestly deserves that oscar nomination Oh, she's just brilliant. So good. When she's like, when she's like talking about her her mother. That like, bumblebee pendant. I, the bumblebee pendant. She's like, are you? Oh, do I make you proud? <laughs> she's like, every day. That's the best scene of that movie. Oh, it's emotional. Also, still scary. That bitch standing by the window with like Blood. over. Still scary. Still scary. Oh my god. So scary. <laughs> Um, so what are some of your favorite deaths in, in Krampus? Or deaths, we quote-unquote. Yeah, or like, right. What off-screen deaths do you like the most? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I would say that they're clown. <laughs> you know, eating, yes, eating the kids. I it's love like, swallowing <laughs> I love them. when they walk it's in, scary. Too, the sneakers are sticking out of his mouth. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so scary that it's like mouth like opens. It's like that Blade 2 shit. Like when it's like mouth opens from the chin oh yes it just like opens up 
And it's That's crazy scary. because their clown starts out so small when he attacks Beth. <laughs> and then he yeah. is bigger and bigger. Um, but yeah, also, he's a hung- hungry boy. I think the gingerbread men are pretty scary because they're small, they're agile, <laughs> they can jump, they can, you know. Oh, when yeah. they get that totally. nail gun out, I mean, oh my god, that's horrifying. So, so funny though. Yeah, oh it's my so god, funny. I love. It. I was, I love when the one's like on fire, just like flying <laughs> through the air, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> screaming. It's like a little gummy or like. Like icing mouth is like melted. It's and then you just see the cute so dog just like yes, ah, uh, the real hero of the movie, Rosie saving people. <laughs> Rosie, so cute, um, so good. I yeah, I I can't say enough about how silly and fun this movie is. It's pure like Christmas joy. Like and the thing is that it's so Christmas. It's it's it, so. Know, Chris- it, I mean, the whole everything is Christmas. The toys, the elves, the yeah. Grumpus. Yeah, there's toys. Yeah, and the elves in this. I like the twist on the elves that they're like these dark, like tribal, sort of evil elves. Yeah, I thought that was really clever. Do we ever see reindeer in this movie? I don't yes. think we do. Yes. Uh huh. I mean, we kind of do. End, like towards the end. At and that towards little, the like, end, tri- and they're kind of like they moment. have like skeleton heads yeah. and they butt their butt That's them right. together. They're kind of like rams. Right. Yeah, I kind of, I just like this idea of like taking every like iconic holiday iconography piece and just darkening it up, making yeah. it crazy, making it. Um, yeah, I love that. Spooky I, and scary. I think that. Yeah, exactly. Spooky, scary, dookie, ookie. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I totally, I totally love it. This is. Um, I feel like because it's PG thirteen, so it's a little more like you know watered down. Um, I kind of feel like this is like just as iconic as like Hocus Pocus to Halloween, like Crumpets. Yeah, I, th- I think I think this is a Christmas staple. It has a great message about family. It's actually like a, be- a, a movie with a beautiful message. Yeah, and it has some self awareness in there. Like, don't be fucking oh, miserable. Yeah. Don't get caught up in the consumerism of Christmas or Hanukkah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like, this is what's, the, you know, this holiday should be about celebrating together, celebrating what's important, giving back, you know, yeah. spending time together, listening, learning from each other. Um, Baking cookies. You know, <laughs> sure, yeah. Eating eating your own individual game hen, which I thought was really impressive that um, Sarah made. They each had, like, a, their own little bird on the plate. Oh, yeah. It was fucking weird. Does that happen? No. Do people do I, that? I, who has who has the time? Who has the kitchen space? That's all. Yeah, that dinner, everything she did was impossible. And no mother yeah. would have done that on her own. There would have been help. No. There would have been, yeah. I mean, and... staff or something. A sh- caterer. <laughs> staff. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I have nothing but wonderful things to say about this movie. I watch it every Christmas. I think everybody should, too. I think even if you're not into horror movies, I think there's enough comedy in this to um, really enjoy it. Yeah, this is definitely an enjoyable... It it doesn't matter if you like horror or not, exactly. Or if you like family movies or not. I don't like family movies. I don't like kids' movies. But, uh, you know, (laughs) this has a perfect blend of everything you need out of a holiday movie. Yeah, totally. I agree. And um, a, a different choice, too, you know? We've all seen the... The, the ones that everybody watches every yeah. year. I think this is like a, the dark horse of them. And um, 
It is. I think this movie is underrated. I don't hear enough about it. I I mean, now that we have a a horror podcast and other horror podcasts, you know. Yeah. You you know, post, obviously, they're, you know, they're aware. But outside of the, you know, horror community, this movie isn't that talked about. And that's not good. Should be... It should be a stable. Yeah. It should be on stream, just like fucking a Christmas story on fucking TBS. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Twenty four hours of Krampus, bitch. Yeah, let's get it then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I oh think wait, that you didn't wait. Have... Before we go, oh. there's one more quote. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like he's like, Howard, do you think your Hummer can make it through the snow? And he's like, Lucinda. <laughs> <laughs> Lucinda. Oh my god. <laughs> That's it. Brilliant. Bye. No. That's not- <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that we've um, unwrapped this gift of a film. How, how was that one? That was, was a that good, good one. That was a good one. Thank you. I was trying to think on, on the spot. No, it was know, perfect. It was perfect. Thank you. It was perfect. It was, it was sure. perfect. It was <laughs> all right um well the christmas season or the holiday season you know we got many holidays in the month of december um is underway yeah. i i hope we're all being safe and that we're all um and you know taking the time to enjoy your loved ones if you can yeah honestly this time just wear a mask sanitize wash wipe yeah. wear a mask because you're ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your f- whole fucking face. <laughs> Wipe your ass. Just, yeah. <laughs> Wash your feet. <laughs> yeah. Get your ass down to Granny's and celebrate Christmas. That's right. Um, yeah. So I, we, you know, we do have more holiday celebrations coming up in the next couple of weeks, yes. and so it's not over here. So we will be bringing you more creepy kooky ooky christmas fun coming up yes um, yeah so uh, i just gotta do the normal rundown i want to say follow us on all our social media platforms but specifically instagram and uh <laughs> we're up for the talking queers this is lively <laughs> yeah you, you know you know I, i'm just so exhausted by how much fun i had talking about christmas <laughs> follow us especially on instagram <laughs> yeah, so follow us on Instagram at Fear the Time Queers. Not, not, I see. Oh my god, I'm, I'm drunk on on eggnog, on on the nog. Uh, at Fear the Time Queers, uh, visit our website uh, Fear the Time Queers dot com. Email us <laughs> Fear the Time Queers at gmail dot com. And um, <laughs> I don't know. What's wrong. I think you're actually you're the one actually drinking <laughs> like delirious. eggnog yeah oh my god that's amazing <laughs> i was just I thinking because you're like you're the duckboys.com i'm like damn that was all wrong <laughs> what's he gonna say next <laughs> yeah follow us at porcelainpeak.com <laughs> scared of the walking gaze <laughs> <laughs> Fear the talking Christmas bitches. I don't know. Um, <laughs> see, always one, always one step too far. <laughs> right. Uh oh. Cue the crickets. <laughs> ah! I know you're usually the crickets, bitch. <laughs> I know. I'm the fucking Jiminy fucking cricket. <laughs> Did you say fearthetalkingqueers.com? 
I did. Fear the Tiger Queens. We have all kinds of content on there, and if you subscribe to our emails, you get tarot readings, which have been Ooh, surprisingly accurate to <laughs> to the movies that we've been doing. So you'll see the Krampus one on Monday. It's pretty. Ooh. I'm like, wow, my tarot cards. Y'all are getting. Y'all accurate. are going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hoes. We will. <laughs> Has Hanukkah started? You, uh, Hanukkah Jewish followers. Let me check. I know. I, I, I had the pleasure of being on a cruise ship with a Jewish cast member and she enlightened me on all the fun Hanukkah stuff. It's actually a really beautiful holiday. Oh, I had a friend uh, a, I was invited to a friend's family celebration of Kwanzaa one year and that was that was such a cool experience. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, go out and experience new cultures. It's like it'll it'll enlighten you so much about other people. Yeah. So get out there and but uh, from what I see, Hanukkah, I think, starts on the 11th. Oh, okay. And Kwanzaa starts the day after Christmas every year, 26th. Right. Great. All right. Well, yeah. Go out there. Learn new things. Be well. Yeah. And be gay. <laughs> be queer this holiday season. Yeah. <laughs> Fear the top queer. Better, better watch out. Better. <laughs> Keep going. Take us away with that. <laughs> better watch out. Better sweet screams, bitch. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>